0: How you doing? You're listening to episode ten of Puck and Dirty. My name is Dave. I'm ho- the host of this here uh, pod. Uh, obviously, this uh, podcast is a hockey podcast, primarily covering Penguins, Florida Panthers, you know, any hockey pop culture out there. Today, I am uh, I'm joined here by one o- the only. I'm sorry, Matt Stalter.
1: Hey, the one uh, and only. There's How's multiple, there? but.
0: I guess there are mu- m- multiple Matt Stalters in the world, Yeah, which is something to be afraid
1: of here. Oh, man. No way. I'm yeah, a big no guy, way. I promise. No, he's not.
0: Um, today, it, it, we're doing something a little different here. I usually have a more like uh, structured kind of pod. This is going to be more off the cusp here. Uh, I have a, a, po- a, a whiteboard behind me. Kind of using that. Uh, first item uh, of this here podcast, episode 10 is Happy Birthday, Sean Ward.
1: Happy uh, Birthday, Sean.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, GM in our fantasy league, playing him this week, kicking his ass, obviously. Um, but yeah, known Sean for a long time, so happy birthday. I don't know if you ever listen to this, but if you do, bam, boom, you'll be surprised. Yow. Yeah. Um, and like, let's just. Uh, do you want to break into the hockey cards, Matt? Or you want to talk about what you did over New
1: Year's here? It is uh, let's the third just, of January here. Let's break into the hockey okay, cards. I'll I guess. open them
0: and we can talk. What did you do this, uh, this New Year's, Matt? What, what, were you ever in my house, just being a naughty boy?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I was just uh, at Dave's. We were having some beers, some big deal brewing. Uh, Very
0: interesting. If you like Lebat, you will like that but I yeah
1: do. it tastes tastes pretty good i'd give I'd it give like it, a four
0: out of five i'd give it like a th- three i don't really
1: like labat uh, i like labat so so that makes sense
0: first pack here I, I opened matt was this exclusive rookie pack i should show the pack Ooh. uh first pull there maddie maddie,
1: maddie bernier. bernier uh
0: pretty interesting they're like rookie cards different than the other ones uh, Kent Johnson, you might know him. Oh,
1: yeah. Nice blue jacket. Bum. He's good for the future.
0: And hopefully. Matt Boldy, who I know right now is on Pat's team.
1: Uh, he's a beast.
0: And he's honestly a, a beast, too. He's part of why I think Minnesota is a pretty good team, actually. Uh, he's just getting better, it seems like. Uh, opening a second pack here. Boom. Bada boom. But, yeah, New Year's was fun. I, th- I, I feel like I didn't get, like super wasted, which was nice. I was yeah, hungover as fuck, but like it wasn't because I like really went, went and got
1: wasted. I think it's just because I'm old. <laughs> age and lack of water.
0: Yeah, lack of water for sure.
1: Um, lack of water saved me on New Year's Day. Oh?
0: Daniel Sprong there. Former Pens uh, draft pick there. Matt Grizzlick. Solid. Solid. It's a pretty interesting one. Alexander Barkoff, Braden Point card. Ooh. Checklist card.
1: The Florida Bowl. Oh,
0: yeah. Bow for Florida. Take a guess. Tyler Myers. Uh, Tyler Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is an interesting rookie card here.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Noah, I can't read Noah, it. No Gates. No Gates. Interesting nice. card.
0: guess I could show you. It's not very interesting, the checklist card, but, yeah. Oh, okay. Mason Marchman, when he's on the the Panthers, he's actually on the Stars now.
1: Yeah, that's a throwback. Hopefully he, like, does well for the Stars. He's been he's, on and off not this year. He's doing
0: great, yeah. Uh, apparently his first NHL hat trick uh, was in a 6-2 victory over Minnesota. Pretty interesting. Ending a six-game winning streak for Minnesota. Boom. Oscar Lindbom. I'm pretty sure he might not even play anymore. I don't remember.
1: Is I think he's... Is he back on the Flyers? He might be injured.
0: I don't know. Let's look him up. This is what I've been doing for the last... Oscar Lindbom. Yeah, yeah, apparently he's... uh I think he might be on the Sharks.
1: Oh.
0: Mm, yeah. Boom. And... Kal- Kaler... Yamamoto. Oh. I feel like I thought he was better than he was, but I don't know. Last pack here, Matthew.
1: Same style. Same, same style. Yeah, same style of pack.
0: Yeah, same same pack. Kai got me a, a big booster of them, and I opened like half of them, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm gonna do this for the pod." Nice. All right, first pull here, Anthony Sorelli.
1: Oh, that's a good dog point. he's a fucking dog yeah he's, he's the kind of player you monster. need on your team
0: if you're gonna be uh stanley cup champ what'd you say he's on a hot streak
1: no i was saying uh he was a monster at the dot yeah he's a dog
0: like same with this guy artem zeb i have heard he likes to really throw his body around and uh it's pretty big guy six two,
1: two hundred 200 pounds big dude he's
0: another good bomb. On the
1: blue line was oh, oh, that or, Sean Corral. Sean
0: Corrally, yeah.
1: Oh, I, I, I think he's not bad as yeah, a fourth right. liner. But.
0: I, I didn't know he got drafted by the Bruins.
1: Yeah, he started in Boston, I believe.
0: 98 points in 347 games. 195 pims. He's
1: a pretty gritty dude. Yeah, he gets all those categories.
0: Most recently with the Blue Jackets, he has 61 pims and. Interesting. Uh, Next one, it's a canvas card, so it's like not like the normal like, plastic. Oh, uh, it's uh, like a Yeah, pretty interesting. Um, That's a cool one. Cool little shot on the back there, if you can see it well enough. Looks like, I don't know what, maybe some kind of uh, indigenous design on that. Looks pretty cool, though.
1: I'm a fan of Ekman Larson. I think he's a solid defenseman. Blocks a lot of shots.
0: He's kind of old now, though, isn't he? Like.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's actually, probably he's like 32? thirty-two.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's never been a good defenseman. Defenseman, like defensive guy, like he's definitely known for moving the power play and you know being able to get pucks up and being quick.
1: Yeah. Which and is. He's kind always of he scoring to... too. What's that? He was always, like, scoring when he would played for Arizona, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, so
0: in, in his uh, 12 years in the NHL, he has 417 points, and that's in 848 games. So, I mean, he's good, like I said, good for sure, Getting school, or putting it in the net, but also keeping it out of the net. He's not very good. I know people bitch about plus-minus, but he's a minus-104 on his
1: career. And like, Ooh, that's, that's not good as a top-two defenseman
0: yeah I mean he's been on the coyotes and Vancouver and coyotes sucked when they had him and Vancouver is never going to admit that they wanted never need to do a rebuild so they suck right now too Yeah, they got him and uh, who else oh, man he's from Arizona oh, tiny little dude motherfucker uh, oh me and Sean Ward used to uh, fucking talk about him
1: it wasn't Schmaltz because he's still there.
0: Oh fuck! I can see he has black hair. He's short. I think he's American. Uh, I know he he was getting scratched at one point in the series. This is killing me. Oh, there it is, Connor Garland.
1: Oh yeah. 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 They,
0: he, him and Garland came over and they kind of like just robbed them blind. Honestly, like uh, gave Beckwith up some Carson draft picks, seven, right? Yeah, they were traded. That's that's correct. Um, and honestly, kind of a bad move by Vancouver cause they're not in any position to be winning. Like they're, they're talking about trading like Horvat, JT Miller, like that's,
1: that's like uh, two out of three of the top line, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, or like depending on the night, top, I guess top
0: nine, at
1: least for sure, which is
0: not what a winning team's doing. You know, uh, speaking of not a winning team, Connor Murphy on the, the Blackhawks here, Ooh. He was bad, dude. Nine season, nine seasons in the NHL. I have no, I couldn't have told you that. I, I thought it was more like
1: three. Yeah, he's probably put up equivalent numbers to like three years.
0: Uh, five hundred fifty-one games, hundred twenty points. So, that's five fifty-one.
1: It's like a 20 percent scoring rate.
0: Yeah, he's played about six point seven seasons over, like. Doing the math. Okay. Um, and that's, I mean, he could have been injured, but that's, yeah, that's not great, obviously. You want to be up higher than that. Mike Hoffman, a.k.a. locker room cancer, uh, and his wife, at least, for sure. I don't know if I need to hash that story up.
1: No, let's not. You know
0: about that story?
1: I've heard it, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. he's His wife's an awful person. Uh, Owen Tippett, fucking dog, so pissed the Panthers uh, traded him. I really thought he was going to be like he's a good third line player. I, I really don't know how how he's developing this year with the Flyers. I think he could be a top six, top six guy. Kind of gritty, like He might play more of the third line eventually, but he's kind of gritty. Definitely a, a good
1: job. flexible forward to have on your team.
0: Yeah, he's nice
1: and flexible. No. <laughs> yeah, he's flexible. Um his stats are 115 games position. played
0: uh forty points. Uh honestly like I really I like him. He's a ginger. He's right wing, shoots right. Pretty interesting guy. Um last guy, Rasmus Anderson here.
1: Sick jersey.
0: Yeah, I know I like this one.
1: Uh, Six NHL seasons, two hundred and
0: ninety eight games, one twelve points. That's not bad. I mean he's contributing. Ugh, that's for sure I mean the Flames aren't necessarily A bad scoring team They're just Not really that great anymore Especially
1: right, I, I might TV's debate cool you ball. on
0: that one later I mean the Flames are rising up But they're barely A competitive team right now In playoff picture
1: Yeah Their leading scorer has 34 points right now Is it Huberdale? No it's uh, Elias Lindholm Lindholm yeah that makes sense How much does Huberdeau have? I'm not sure. I don't have, like, the stats pulled up in front of me. Do you want to guess how much Uyghur has? Uyghur has probably, like, 11. Yeah, I think it is 11. (laughs) One (laughs) goal, eight assists. Oh, dang. Yeah, he's been my
0: biggest bust so far uh, in fantasy hockey. But he gets blocks, shots, and hits, so it's like... uh, I can't drop him just because he's not scoring.
1: Yeah, like I my biggest bust this year was Josh Norris for the Senators. He's not going to be back for a while.
0: But didn't you dr- drop him again and add him again?
1: I just dropped him like recently.
0: Yeah, you should have dropped him like months ago,
1: dude. Yeah, that's probably I told you in my record. Him I was
0: like Matt, he's not going to play this season. But yeah, there's no reason they're not that good. The Senators, uh, at least enough to like.
1: You know, compete in the first yeah,
0: Stanley like, Cup. I, they're just, they got a lot of holes. I mean, what, te- what teams did you have stuff on? is Senators, one of them? Because I could talk nah. about Senators a little bit. I mean, I like the Senators. I like uh, Claude Giroud, Tim Stutzel, and Brady. I yeah. feel like beyond that, they kind of... And Br- Batherson. Without Josh Norris, they're kind of... like They're not really deep. Like They have a top six. That's about it.
1: Who's that defenseman that filled in for Shabbat?
0: Uh, Jake Sanderson, probably. Yeah,
1: Jake Sanderson. Yeah, he's been a monster. He's like a rookie. He's 20 yeah. years old. He might be points. on the rookie watch rookie? right now. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, rookie Calder. of the year. Caller Cup. Yeah. Caller Trophy.
0: Trophy, yeah. Yeah, I like him. I like Shabbat. And Artem Zub, I, we mentioned him from the cards. I think they're all good young guys. Obviously, they don't have to, like, Compete for a cup this year. Their goalies are kind of, meh. I feel like they're good. They're average. They can get a cup, but you have to be super deep, you know, up top or like in
1: your in the holes. Yeah, guess.
0: like you gotta be super deep. Like they have Derek Brassard on their team still, and I'm like in Austin Watson. And it's like those two guys. I feel like are fringe in NHL, maybe even like AHL players at this point. Just they're old. <laughs> It's Older true. they were never that great, you know, to start, at least uh, Watson was. Um, anyway, here, you want to, I can move on here to my segment about the Penguins here. Um, oh. pe- I got a, I, I got the great idea. It's like roughly past, just past halfway in the NHL uh, season. Actually, not any halfway, just below halfway is what I meant. Um, 37 games played for the Pens. I wanted to just give the the Penguins, you know, player ratings. And I'll read you some of their stats, Matt, so you can, you know, discuss uh, what you think of their ratings. Um, I'm going to start from the bottom because <coughs> I feel like I want to start negative and build our way up here. Um, Ty Smith, Mark Friedman, uh, Drake Cragula I don't really count in this. uh Kajula. Kajula, is that how you say
1: it? Yeah, I think so.
0: Kajula. Drake Kajula. Uh, I didn't really consider them because they haven't played enough games. I, I only took players with five games or more. Uh, and starting with the bottom here, Brian Dumo. I uh, feel like that's really not uh, a surprise. He, I graded him an F. I think he's been one of the worst, if not like the actual worst player on the Penguins this year. Uh, hurts me to say that I don't really see a way. The pens can trade him either. Um, I, I if you're another GM, you're not going to want Brian Dumo and you're not going to like take on money, you know, when you can get something from the pens for taking his cap, you know, um, he makes 4.1. This is his last year, but he is just kind of dog shit recently. Um, Zero goals, eight assists, eight points a year, minus six. I feel like he Ugh. got exposed against the Bruins again. Uh, and to bring up the Winter Classic versus the Bruins, he actually uh, he took a penalty that led to the Bruins eventually scoring their first goal, and it kind of snowballed from there. Uh, I have a little. I could talk about this. I think since we're on the low point here, I think the Pens have a problem with like just holding the lead. Um, off off the top of my head, Winter Cat Classic they're up one. I know that's not a huge lead, but they lost two to one in that game. Um, directly, you know, I feel like it is kind of Dumas' blame for that first goal, but that's kind of beside the point. It's a te- team sport, um, but that's that's off the top of my head. I can also think they just lost to Detroit after be- winning or being up four um, nothing, and then losing in in overtime five four. And once they started scoring, I felt like you could just feel the momentum going against the Penguins, uh, especially in that Detroit game. Um, the last one I can just think of up top of my head is another time we played Boston. We were up what five to nothing, lost six yeah. five, and it was like or it was like up four nothing again, lost five to six or six five. whatever do you want to call it? <clears throat> and like I don't, I just kind of wonder like who's who's the blame here. Like is it coaching? Is it players playing when they shouldn't? Like Dumo's average time on ice, and this is with Lattek missing for a little bit of it, is nineteen minutes and forty three seconds. That's oh, second. Wow. That's second on the pens right now.
1: For ice time, yeah, it's Dumo.
0: Yeah, on the on their decor, it's second, and and overall, it's like fourth. And it's not like I'm the only one that can see Dumo's faults. Like a lot of people can see it. I kind of feel like Mike Smith or sorry, Mike Svelvin is like, maybe he's not reaching the players anymore, or maybe he's just kind of stubborn coach becoming like stuck in his ways of like, Hey, like we're running the way I want us to win. And I'm going to play the players. I want to play despite uh, what they might be playing like, Like honestly, Dumo was my an F. I rated him
1: an F. Uh, That brings me to a point about the Winter Classic and Sullivan. Yeah, it looked like Jari wanted off the ice because he was hurt for like a while during that game, and Sullivan like didn't like look at him really and like wasn't like paying mind to his goaltender situation. like uh, Jari had a save where he was going to stand up on his, like, right leg, and he couldn't. And, like, I don't know why you'd let your goalie play through an injury like that. It could be something like a hip. Like, he yeah, should I think have put the Smith in yeah. right away.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's also reading off the player, too. I don't know if Jari wanted to get off, but I yeah. agree. I feel like the head coach should be, like – I mean, the first thought on his head is, I should, I want to win this game. If I have an injured player in the net, I'm not going to win this game. Let's get, like – Maybe he wanted to give uh, Casey some time to, like, you know, prepare his mentals.
1: Yeah, um, true.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I I also dislike that, man. I really dislike the optics of it. I was just like – and, you know, that's a fair criticism I didn't really consider. Like, that's kind of bad coaching, in my opinion. And I also think giving up leads is bad coaching because I think this team is more than talented enough to shut down um, – other teams uh, another criticism agree. I've seen and I kind of agree with is the lack of use of Ricard Raquel on the power play or sorry on the overtime uh, games we I think we've lost every single game but two in overtime that we've gone to so far including shootouts I believe I, I, I can't I'm definitely not 100% correct on that but we do oh, not wow. usually win OT games and you know winning those games could be a huge difference. We have six OT losses. So I, I want to see more from, from the pens there and and the coaching staff. Um, this is multiple times that the pens have been on a multi, like a, a, a lengthy losing streak. They're on a five game losing streak right
1: now. Yeah. They're five of six in the last 11 games. Yeah. And the, I think the winter classic was a heartbreaking loss because of that goal at the last second that, Almost like goal almost, or on the yeah. almost goal.
0: Yeah. Like that goal. That points,
1: was great. Tenths of a second. Were on the expired before the puck crossed the line. Yeah. And the pens could have tied it up and g- gained a point there. But I, I think <sighs> the pens could turn it around due to like the core still. And like Sid being the best player.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying with like the team's too talented to not be able to hold a lead. Um, like the team like Sid, like if you have players that you know that you can trust and like I don't understand why he's trusting certain players like Dumo and, and Carter when they're proven to be like having poor statistical seasons. And you know, they're passing they're not passing the eye test. Um I was talking to Pat earlier and he has Jeff Carter has the lowest course four, which means teams are directing pucks at the net more than when he's on the ice, more than the Penguins are directing pucks at the net. When he's on the ice,
1: oh wow! And he
0: has like the worst in the league. I can't remember the the player uh, Pat compared him with. I think it was a guy on the Blackhawks. So it's just to show, like, I mean, let's be real. Blackhawks are an awful team.
1: Yeah, they're pretty Jeff bad Jeff Carter's this year. playing
0: well below the standard. And I mean, honestly, like we have Drew O'Connor. Um, ryan paling I, I feel like if he comes back that would be a huge boost I, I really would love to see jeff carter not be like given some time off or something
1: um maybe I, they could trade him but like he was
0: just pretty another guy at
1: some points
0: it's it's i i could see the bright side for him and like he's not having like the worst offensive season it's just defensively he just looks like he lost a step and and he's my next guy who has an f Um, I mean, Dumo, I feel like that's, we've talked that to death before. He's just having a bad season. And same thing with Jeff Carter. Like the, the Corsi number, I, I, let me, uh, find it here. Um, it's, I think it was like 44%. Let's see here. Corsi. What's up, Matt? You're a sleepy boy. 42.6%. <laughs> 42.6%. Oh, Which man. is, that's like way below. His average in his career is 54.3, which it, that's just like too much rubber towards the net. Sullivan needs to like get his head out of his ass or whatever makes him play uh, Carter every game. Because like he's just not playing well. And I feel like given like he's 38 years old, maybe he needs a few games off to catch up or something. Um,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe he just needs like a healthy scratch to get, kick him back into gear or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm seeing. Honestly, I just, I feel like he's just not that great right now. It
1: kind of worked with Kapanen. Yeah. Kappy, arguably one of the best,
0: best players. Um, he's actually who I have next on my list here. Um, at a C minus. So this kind of jumped, I, I feel like the pens overall are having a good season. So, why so I wanted to start with the negative two, who, two, who I think are not above replacement anymore, uh, being Dumo and Carter um, Cappy. He has actually had himself quite a little season here after being scratched for so long. He has six goals, 10 assists in uh, 28 games played. I still feel like he's being underutilized by Sullivan, which was an earlier criticism that I had of him. Um, and I feel like he's doing well. He scored, and he could have scored twice in in the Winter Classic. I kind of wish he did; would have been a uh, probably at least a point.
1: It's true. His goal was sweet too, with a nice pass from Heinen. Yeah.
0: Which, um, moving on again. Keep I'm gonna keep this moving a little quicker. All right. I don't really have as much on the C plus guys or C minus guys. Um, Heinen is my next guy there. C minus. I feel like he's really fallen off. He could even been a D maybe. Um, I feel like he's really just not been even like visible out there. Uh, besides that one pass and and I've thought to myself, when's the last time I saw him do anything remarkable beyond his like one four point game earlier in the season. Um, if you, if you just take that one game out, I think it was four points and I think it was against CBJ. Um, He has 31 games, seven points, which that's pretty...
1: That's not good for... That's pretty bad. Like a third liner, right?
0: Yeah, well, he's playing on the fourth line now because he's doing so bad. Yeah. And he took a deal from the Pens, one million (coughs) for one year, so kind of like a betting-on-yourself deal that might not be working out for
1: him. Yeah, he might find his way out of some money next year.
0: I mean, I could see him resigning with the Pens. I... I don't think I would like that though. I think I'd rather just move on. Um, but well, that's, that's the, the GM's job there. Um, I really do think, you know, Heinen is not above replacement. Once again, um, Cappy, we're obviously stuck with, uh, but Heinen could definitely be replaced. Um, moving on Chad Ruweedle, I haven't at a C kind of just a, a plug guy. Um, I don't think he's been doing awful. Uh, the fact that he's in the system is mostly because he's a right-handed defenseman. Uh, 18 games played one point. He's a plus one kind of plays that those bottom six minutes. Um, I think the pens actually, I know the pens played seven defensemen versus the Bruins in the winter classic. And he was kind of like is. that seventh guy. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, we'll talk about the, the winter classic. We'll I'm going to recover or, Uh, you know, go through the entirety of it pretty much. Um, I keep referencing it because I feel like on a national stage, it really, you know, had some stuff shown for the pens that I feel like, you know, was pretty obvious. Um, But yeah, Chad, I feel like he's having an average season. I I don't really expect much from him. I expect him to fill, you know, that spot. And I think he's doing an okay job of it. Um, Drew O'Connor was my next guy here. He was a scratch, um barely even making my list requirements here. He's only played 6 games. Um I mean
1: I like him. I've never heard of him, honestly. I like I
0: mean yeah, like I like him. Uh he has a, a goal. It was a pretty important goal. I can't remember who it was against. Um let me see if I can find that real quick. But I mean, it's just like it's hard for me to like say much about a six-game sample, and it, it is what it is. Um, let's see, who who did he score against? I I remember it being kind of a big goal. Oh, against Detroit. Oh, uh, darn. Yeah, in the comeback loss.
1: Yeah, in the four nothing to five four. Yeah, that, that hurt. hurt. I didn't need to see that. Oh,
0: um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, see, not, can't really say much. Um, Brian rust. I have him next. He has a C rating so far this season. Um, C meaning, you know, average, nothing like stellar. I, I feel like Brian rust is kind of having maybe t- more towards a bad season. Um,
1: are you He's bounced
0: off the power play power play one? What, are you what
1: are you like gauging these players off past performances and giving them averages or I mean, like, that's part like, of the
0: factor, you know, like if like, I mean, like if, if Casperi capping and puts up 60 points in a season, that's an ape season for him, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, Brian Russ, like arguably not having a terrible season. That's why I say see here. Cause he has 37 games played 23 points. He just minus 13's a lot.
1: Yeah, um, I think he's underperforming a little for being Brian Rust.
0: I agree, and he's on my fantasy team, and it kind of sucks. Um, but I mean, we did just sign him to a pretty big contract five point one, one two million one two five. So honestly, I feel like he's kind of performing to his like contract. You know, like point six two point per game feel like that's a fair deal. It's just I come to expect more of Brian Russ. Brian Russ definitely could have got more than 5.1 million on I'll the swear. open market. Yeah, he yeah. probably could have gone 6-2 probably with how people were bidding on players recently. Um, I, I just feel like I want a little bit more from him and I'm hoping that he gets hot towards the end of the year.
1: He's got really, a knack for scoring goals.
0: Big game Brian Russ, dude. Yeah. I put your trust in Brian Rust. That's what I always like to say.
1: Brian Rust is not a bust.
0: Ooh. Rust or bust. I have a t-shirt that says that. Nice. Damn, what did I just say about Brian Rust? I need to write that down. Put your trust in Brian Rust. That's
1: what I Yeah. I, I was going to say, eat your pie with Apple <laughs> or Brian Rust, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Hello, some pie, some pie rust,
0: pie rust. Nice, very nice. Um, moving on here. Jeff Petrie, he's on IR. Part of the reason why we have seven defensemen right now. Um, Having a C season. I, I think he's having a pretty average season. Nothing too spectacular. He filled in pretty nicely when Latang was down, but then he went down immediately. So yeah, couldn't really gauge his performance. Past what he's already played as. And I feel like he's just had a bad start, decent season so far after, you know, a bad start. Hey, Kai. I'm trying not to be in your video. It's okay. I'm trying to give you some space. Yeah, it's a lovely sharing space. Kai's probably, (coughs) whoa.
1: Oh, the dog. Rolling the dog. Um, Roland is the man. I spent most of my New Year's hanging out with him.
0: (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Probably asleep with him in the basement, giving each other kisses.
1: No. He just gives me kisses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I said C, but I meant uh, B- minus for Jeff Petrie there. 12 points, 28 games played. Kind of an average-ish season for him. He definitely can do better.
1: Um, I thought he was playing well until the injury. Yeah, sure. I mean,
0: he started off slow for sure, I think, and then did well eventually. Like, started doing, like, probably I could have given him a B, but I think it's B- minus just because of the injury. Um, moving on, Chris Tang I have as a B- as well. Feel bad for uh, Chris Tang. His uh, dad just passed away, so that's why he missed the oh, winter dang. classic. So, like, rest in peace to uh, his father. R.I.P he's in montreal with him right now probably probably a funeral sometime soon um he's listed on the non-roster for the pen so part of the reason why uh ty smith is brought up ty smith we'll we'll see i've seen a little flashes of him but uh we'll stick with the tang here uh b minus season i think he's doing all right um obviously you could expect a little bit more scoring from him but like overall 16 points in 29 games played from your defense, but I think it's all right. And he's also no, no, uh, he's familiar with having a negative plus minus. So I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised there in general. Um, got anything for the that no, I'm
1: surprised. Uh, I, I always like the performances. Like they're always entertaining <laughs> and it's, He's putting up goals and assists and making good passes, breaking the puck he's out not with these. Up goals. Yeah, he has but two goals. But like throughout his career, you know, he's yeah, been he's clutch at times, and he knows how to push the puck up.
0: Yeah, he's a good dude,
1: and I, good. I'm hope I hope he's recovering well from his stroke and.
0: Yeah, you his gotta dad's wonder
1: if like, if like
0: stress could like hurt him.
1: That's a tough season.
0: Yeah, it's a real tough season. Feel bad for the man.
1: Yeah, seriously, same.
0: Um, moving on after that sad state of affairs, Casey the Smith. Um, Casey the Smith is your new starting goaltender for the Pens. Um, his stats four seven and two nine one one save percentage two nine nine goals against. Gonna be uh, who knows with the Smith in the net. Hopefully, the Penguins play a little less uh run and gun and better defensively. I mean, I thought they played a bit well defensively in the winter classic, but
1: uh, I did too.
0: It's just like, you know, they have a good team, the Bruins. It's hard when the other team's also good. I thought the Smith did fine. Honestly, um, I, I can't really fault him on either of the goals. I mean, I do think he still swims around in the net sometimes, but that's, that's all right. Um, your new backup though is Dustin Tokarski. Um, he's 65, 22, 33 in the NHL. Point um, nine zero two save percentage, three one four goals against. Kind of what you'd expect from backup numbers, I think. We'll see how how well he plays. I know he played for the Leafs at one point. Uh, obviously, don't have a, a rank for him, but we'll see how well he does. I don't expect him to play more than a couple of games. I don't think Jari's that injured. I, sure. I
1: hope like Jari gets back quickly. I I, figure,
0: I think it was a knee injury and I figure if he, uh, if he was playing at all, it wasn't serious enough to really constitute like an IR trip or anything like that. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I feel like Jari does get hurt. He did get
1: bit. hit right on the knee with the puck, Right.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah.
1: That that could be like four four weeks, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully sooner. Who knows?
0: It, I mean, if it's no structural damage, it would probably be like a couple weeks, I'd say max. I mean, he's yeah. obviously a goaltender, and he's always on his legs. So, my like, Shoot him up with Novocaine. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you old school now?
0: <laughs> yeah, I am. Nice. He's carrying my fantasy team. Um, next guy here. I have a B rating for, for this fella, uh, Pierre Olivier Joseph Pojo. Probably gonna say. Um, I I feel like he's doing having himself a solid NHL season here for being a young defenseman. Um, 23 years of age, 33 games played, 11 points. Not expecting you know Chris Letang in his prime numbers yet. But, like, he's playing as well statistically as Chris Letang is, if you look at the the numbers, maybe even better with a a positive plus-minus. Just a few less points, obviously, depending on what's important. Uh, But I've talked about him a few times. I think he's a good player to watch when you're watching Penguin games. He's very fluid in his skating. He can go uh, – like, these crossovers are just – they just move him so far, so quickly – and it's it's kind of interesting because how he skates the puck up i've seen a few times he kind of like sweeps into it and sends it up and it's, it's kind of interesting how much he can actually like move around with his skates definitely a new generation kind of defenseman
1: you know uh, yeah i i'm a big fan of poj I'm like i'm not sure who i I'd think compar- he's a smart I- smart player like
0: Honestly, I think he's a good representation of Chris Latang of what Latang is right now, uh, just in a, in a younger, younger body. And obviously, Latang was back-to-back
1: like, Latangs would be quite nice for the Penguins.
0: Just saying, uh, that would be. I mean, he was pretty high pedigree. I mean, we, he came in that uh, Kessel trade, and I think he was a first-round pick before that. I was happy we got him for Kessel actually. Um, another trade that's a kind of a W for the pens in that era. Um, but if he could develop into what Chris, the was, I mean, Chris, the was like a third or fifth round pick or something like that. So talents there, the size is there. Um, I'm sure putting on a little bit more weight might be on and strength might be on his list. I do think like he kind of could, could get body around a little bit, being a smaller guy, probably why he's so quick, but, Definitely, if you're gonna be playing top four minutes, you're gonna have to be stronger guy.
1: Yeah, serious.
0: You gotta be 200 pound. I mean, I I hate to say like you gotta be closer a little. He's 185. That's what they list him at. Um, I'd like him to be closer to 200, just like a
1: little bit more, a little meat on the bones to yeah take yeah. the hits a little better or something.
0: Exactly. I mean, I I I obviously have no idea what his physique is. If he's like any other hockey player, he's skinny. Skinny as fuck and toned. Like yeah. honestly. Like zero body fat. Uh but yeah, I'd like to see him get a little bigger. I I I feel like steroids are definitely not no I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> caught me off guard with that one.
0: Yeah, I was like I was like, wow, that didn't even, that I was didn't like, even react.
1: No, you can't can't be even suggesting that.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if the NHL tests for that.
1: I don't, even know if I you... don't care. Ah.
0: Uh, moving on here. Pojo gotta be, B for sure. Uh, you know what B is also for, it's for Brock McGinn. Oh, he's having a solid, solid season. Um, I feel like he's playing some decent third line time, uh, scoring big goals. I think, I think, I can't remember what the stat was, but I think it was like since December, something or other, or maybe even November. He was like the third leading Gorse goal, sc- goal scorer on the penguins. Behind like Raquel and uh I think Gensel.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a fan of him again. I've talked in previous podcasts about him. And yeah. I think he's a good all around player, like I've said before. Yeah,
0: I think uh he gets paid two point seven five and I think he's hitting exactly what he, you know, is for. Uh, he did have a bad penalty at I, th- I I think it was in the winter classic. I was kinda either a bad penalty or a bad call. I can't remember. Uh, I remember not being happy with him, but I still think he's having a really good season. Um, like, like all these players I'm about to mention here, uh, Teddy Bluger, 22 games played. He's on the third line now, seven points. Uh, since he's come back, the power play has been like pretty much the best in the league, if not for sure the best in the league. Um, can't really, can't really argue against the results. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, Bluger is Mo- a good player, too.
0: Moving on, I have uh, uh, Jan Ruda as a B plus. I think he's having an extremely good season, or maybe if it be's be, a good, he's having a great season. Um, I think he is playing some good minutes for the Pens. Um, that was just weird, Matt. Uh, Sorry. He's playing, I- like, top four minutes. I'll be he's right definitely... back, Dave. All right. That's I have fine. to. I have to piss so bad. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, me too, actually. Um, you know, and while we have a break, this this break is brought to you by my this new shirt that I'm wearing. I don't know if you can see it, uh, but Kai screen screen printed this this uh, design, her own design, on this shirt, and I'm trying to get a logo from my buddy, and I want to screen print that on on some shirts, and maybe you know distribute them amongst friends and family or whatever and maybe even sell them in the future who knows um but yeah uh i'll have more details on our actual uh t-shirt making business kind of thing here um but it's mainly uh going through my this uh Dungeons and dragons account i've been uh doing it's called uh traveling tavern tales um you go follow it on Instagram. I think there's it's traveling underscore traveling underscore tails. Wait. <laughs> traveling underscore tavern underscore tails. Um, probably need to rebrand the the handle there a little bit, but yeah, go check us out. d and shirts I have a like three hundred followers there. I, I and I also have an Etsy store for it as well. Um, paint mini figs, miniatures. Plan on making some sets, too, and some design, so some big things in the future there, but uh, I'll just plug in the, the t-shirt here, Matt. Uh, oh, nice. Is, so
1: it, is that the Traveling Tales? Traveling uh, Tavern Tales, or no? It's
0: not exactly that. It's a design from Kai that she oh. had. I got her a cricket for, um, for what you call cr- for Christmas, and what part of that is if we wanted to make some, some t-shirts and you know sell them and stuff. Um. I, I plan on making some for the pod, but after I get uh, a nice logo from Dunkle, um, for the pod and for traveling Tavern Tales, um, thinking like I already texted Kai a shirt, um, that an idea. And I, I think I'm going to, it's, it's definitely themed with hissy. I'll, I'll say that. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: So he's a classic.
0: Yeah. Good, good. He's my barbarian lizard folk that I play in our friend Toby's campaign. Um, but getting back, you know, to hockey here, uh, plugging traveling underscore tavern underscore tails. Check it out. Um, <laughs> anyways, moving on here. We talked Teddy Bluger, Jan Ruda, but I think he's having a great season for the Pens. Uh, another player who I was kind of down on to start this year was Jason Zucker. He's definitely proven me wrong, and I'm glad. Oh he yeah,
1: He uh he looked really good as of late.
0: He's, yeah,
1: like moving the puck well making crisp passes plays well with digging and digging in the dirty places
0: plays well with malkin for sure eight goals 15 assists 23 points in 33 games uh b plus for sure i was definitely down on this guy um but if we ever wanted to move him now uh would probably be the best time because he is worth the most he has been in a while It'd be interesting to see if he went to Vancouver or something. I don't know. I'm just saying like we managed to do like a a huge trade for JT Miller or something or even Bo Horvat. <laughs> yeah, like I I feel like Zucker could be in the in, in the equation. Um and I feel like it would improve our team just saying. It sucks to lose him when he's playing well, but also this is his last year in a contract. Um but that's kind of not what I meant to talk about. In the uh i think he's having a good season i think he's playing well with malkin and I'm glad to have someone that plays well with malkin really um uh, he deserves it mr malkin and zucker has been really kind of looking kind of bad recently i'm glad or not like in recent season but i'm glad he's finally looking good for sure um next guy here moving into the a column uh actually no i'm not It's Mr. 101 himself, Evgeny Malkin, with a B-plus here. Uh, I don't think he's having a truly dominant season. 37 games played, 34 points. He's playing, you know, second-line minutes still. Uh, I mean, Malkin took a pay cut, and I think he's playing better than that. Paycheck is, you know, worth. I I think he's playing way better than 6'1 mil. Um hence the B plus. I, I, I know he's going to start slowing down, but I'd like to see, you know, him continue his success. He's not having a bad season by any means, like just under a point per game. is not awful.
1: Um, that's, that's good for Malkin and his age.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's getting up there. He's, he's losing a step for sure. You can see it. Uh, but sad to see for sure, but it is true. Um, but he's having a good season. Uh, next guy who I, I think is having maybe the best season of his life is Marcus Peterson. I think he had, he's having an a plus season, um, leading the pens in time on ice through like all the pens leading them. Wow. Um, more than Crosby and Jake Gensel. And I think that speaks like volumes of the trust he has, or the least that the coaching staff has in him. Uh, you know, with that being said, how much do I trust the coaching staff? I I already said, I don't know, not as much as I, I don't think they're as successful as they think they are. Um, but Pedersen is definitely a large part of the success the pens have had this season. I mean, he's one of the shutdown defensemen and regardless of what you think about him in past seasons, he's having a good season. That's true. Yeah. And it's, a good time to have a good season where our defense really needs an anchor and he kind of seems to be that anchor for the team. Um, he obviously has an A as well as uh, Jake Kensel here having an, an A. Um, 33 games played, 33 points, 20 minutes on average on ice. He's playing a lot. Scoring a shitload of empty net goals.
1: Um, gensel has been the man since the kind of slow start to his standards.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he missed four games, so he was injured for a little bit, and that might have been why he was slipping a little bit. Um, but he's truly Crosby's wingman, like like Goose and Iceman, or whatever the fuck those motherfuckers are called. I don't. I've never even watched Top Gun, so I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I haven't either.
0: <laughs> Goose and Maverick, that's what it is.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: like I, I truly think they'd have a homoerotic volleyball scene together. Like I, I think these guys are two peaches in a. In a tree or something like that. Uh, but yeah, Gensel can't say, say enough good things about him. Um, definitely would love to extend him. You know, When's his
1: contract up?
0: 2024. So you can, I know at one point in the NHL, you can talk, open up contract talks. Um, I guess we'll see.
1: It's usually like the season before, right? Yeah, so it would be this season,
0: I think, yeah. And crosby's in two years which is even like
1: that's shocking like I mean,
0: what the fuck but moving on jake gensel. Gensel, a um i think he's having a better a little bit better of a season than him is actually uh ricard Raquel, he has an a maybe not to if you compare them i think jake gensel actually might be having a better season but i think for ricard Raquel, he's having a, a pretty damn good season um he's kind of been one of the most consistent players for the pens. I feel like he should get more ice time, um, 13 goals, 10 assists in 37 games. And I feel like he might be slipping a little bit recently in the scoring department, but so of the pens. And maybe that's part of the reason um, I'm actually, i actually actually, if I had to rank them properly, I think I'd put Jake Gensel above him here.
1: I think I'd agree.
0: I, I might even move him to the B plus category. I don't know why I have him at a, um, cause the more I'm looking at it, I mean, he's having a, an okay season, good season, not a, an amazing one, but I, I still think he's been one of the most consistent players for the pens and just good play. Like he's one of the only forwards that has a positive plus minus. Um, I, I think he needs to be utilized a little bit more properly, perhaps, um, would love to see him play with Sid, but for some reason, I feel like Sully likes putting him on Evgeny Malkin's line.
1: He's uh, definitely
0: switched a lot with Brian Rust.
1: You were saying earlier that Raquel would look good in the power play, like the power play two. He's on power
0: play one now.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Uh,
0: Rust is on power play two. He got moved down. And that's, yeah, I, I mean, he's kind of having an average season, and that's one of the that very obvious things of it.
1: I think Raquel's numbers will go up for sure though. if He's on power play one now.
0: Yeah, I think he'll, he'll start scoring a little bit more, uh, better clip. He's 0.62 points per game. Um, 18.2 or 18 minutes, 26 seconds average ice. I think his numbers will go up. I probably put him in a B plus range though to correct that. Um, and then moving on to an actual a guy, I have Tristan Jari. Sucks that he got hurt. I will say, right as I was uh doing this, I'm like of course, um, 25 games played, um, 15-4 and four record, 2.75 goals against, 0.918, uh save percentage. He's technically 15 and oh wait, 15-5. Uh, did he? I don't know if he got that lost or not because he didn't let up a goal.
1: No, it was tied. Yeah, one yeah. so
0: or... it might have been. No, no, it
1: wasn't. No, 0-0. Zero, zero. They
0: scored in the second period. Yeah. But, I mean, I think he's having a great season. Um, I, I feel like he's been one of the better players on the Penguins. Maybe dropping a little bit recently, but he's had a really good season in general.
1: <laughs> I think if you're letting in 2.75 goals and has still have a nine, 918 save percentage, you're a pretty damn good goaltender, and you're stopping a lot of shots in front of you.
0: Yeah, whatever he's seeing, which tends to be a lot sometimes.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I, he- I just
0: I think Jari is definitely here to stay for the Pens. I'd like to keep him, keep him around.
1: I hope he stays like healthy from now on, though.
0: Yeah, it sucks that he he's missing some time. Uh, talked about that a little bit. Yeah sucks, but to Smith and Tokarski, the team's in your hands. We'll see how it works. Um, moving on here to the Penguin that I think is having the best season so far, and that's Sidney Crosby, without a doubt. Pro- turning the clock back, proving you know, any kind of debate and who's the best player, I think he needs to be mentioned. I mean, he's not only is above point per game with uh, 1.16 points per game, but he's just, he does everything. Like, Connor McDavid can score for sure, but I I don't know if they'd necessarily put him out there to shut down uh, another team's top line. I feel like they'd have like Nugent Hopkins and whatever wingers. I was like maybe Leon Drysai. I'm not sure, but I I, I feel like Sidney Crosby is still the undisputed best all around player.
1: Yeah, on the Winter Classic, they created a Mount Rushmore of hockey and just like cropped in Sid's face as a fifth.
0: And I. Think you are correct? If Sidney Crosby, I mean, like fifth all time, does sound about right. I, I mean, obviously, as his career ends, we can make the full debate. Um, but I've seen people put Sidney Crosby in top five in most of their That's, their debates, unless they're they're clowns. Because like, yeah, I, I can see people doing it despite Sid. It's just like he
1: is. It's like, like clear now. Like he's top five
0: what other players had as this much pressure to be like the next great one and live up to it, you know, like,
1: yeah. And win, that's an insane what, four amount of pressure. Cups, right. Three, three. Yeah. duh. Three cups. But still got to win. He four, went to, right? he, uh, right. Went to four finals though. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But well. I mean, I feel like if you mention hockey from 2006 to even like right now, you have to mention Sidney Crosby and that's just one of the like truth of like the best players in an era and a player that you can consider top five of all time.
1: I mean, I, yeah, there's no, how debate. do you mention
0: this era without talking about Sidney Crosby, you know, hockey gold, uh, in for Canada being in the U S like world junior stuff. I don't, I'm sure Stanley He's cups, obviously
1: World multi, Cup of Hockey. multi-generational talent for sure. Yeah, he sure. l- proved it in '06 when he came into the league with the old guys at the time, like Lidstrom and true. Zetterberg yeah, and Datsuk, and the Sedin twins, like a bunch of ho- Hall of he played Famers. Played with Lemieux too. Yeah, true. And then even in the tens generation, he played with all those greats, and he was probably the greatest in that time period. And, and then without now, a doubt
0: at that point he was in his prime. And if he didn't get injured, who knows how many more points he'd have
1: and cops too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was on a, I think it was like a, like Mitch Marner was close to the streak. I think it was 23 game point streak that in that year he got injured. And yeah, his neck where he had like the soft tissue issues
1: that fucking sucked.
0: Yeah. That was a tough time to be a penguins fan for sure. Um, but obviously, like I said, turning back the clock now to 43 points, easily the MVP of the team, like doing it at 35 years old. I really hope we have something in here in the team to like maybe make a move and improve the team and win another cup for them. At least one more. Like if, if all the boys sign a contract, you gotta win one like that. You got three years pretty much to do it.
1: I think year one or two would be the best time though.
0: Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, a lot of money is going to come off the books next year, too, so even more so than next year. So that's good point. Good points there. Um, I got my uh, sweet 16 here, basically. Top 16 teams. Uh, Do you got
1: you want to chime in on CJ stuff? Uh, CBJ, there's like no good news on the CBJ front. They have four wins in their 15 game December (laughs) and it's been a mess of a season. Uh, is it time to panic as a part of the fifth line again? Uh, yeah, probably.
0: I think you're already in panic mode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, But I, I don't have much news on the jackets this week. I, i could chime in during the top 16 on some other teams that i of course yeah covered a little bit sure i'm gonna
0: stream whatever the hell this is called one note here all right you see it yep mr Stalter. all right so uh top 16 teams i have 16 in quotations because these are really like uh eight teams from each conference The teams that I think, you know, are the most deserving of playoffs and kind of like who I think will end up being in the playoffs at this very point. Um, Right now, Carolina Hurricanes, I think, move to the number one spot. I think they've been the hottest team recently. And if they play the Bruins, they could possibly dethrone them. And I think that's why, even though the Bruins did beat the Pens, um, the Pens are on a huge losing streak. um, So they kind of. Maybe weren't playing the Pens best, missing Latang, you know Jari and uh, you know p- paling and it's like I-, I feel like the the Bruins kind of have taken a step, a little bit of a step back, maybe a stumble actually, while you know the Carolina Hurricanes have kept sprinting. Yeah. Um... Um, you can if you can see like the numbers uh, I wrote, you can see kind of like how I've been tracking this. Uh, from week to week here, I have the the Leafs here not moving at all at third. Feel like there's not much news there. Um, <laughs> they've kind of just consistently been a really good team. Uh, not no surprise, and I think they're going to start getting healthy soon. So who knows? They might be able to be the best team, win that President's Cup. Uh,
1: I uh, I have some notes on the Hurricanes and the Maple Leafs. Go for it. Uh, the Hurricanes are currently on an 11-game win streak, and they've collected four shutouts in Oof. that 11-game win streak, two by Kochekov, two by Anti Ranta. And they're second in the league in goals against, so their defense is doing their jobs. Their goalies are doing their jobs. They have 14 players with 10 or more points, and five have 20 or more points, and their leading scorer is Martin Nietzsche at 36 points.
0: I, I think they're one of those teams that just play a, a really solid defensive game. Um, the kind of game that, you know, wins Stanley cups, but something that's, they didn't have last year that they that seem to do have this year is scoring. Like I, I was, I was tracking them at one point. They were like the lowest scoring, one of the lowest scoring teams and one of the lowest goals allowed, but they've been turning it on offensively. Um, and I think that's why they kind of lost last year in the, in the Stanley cup. Like, or in the not in the Stanley Cup Finals, but in the playoffs, where yeah. they were trading those games with I think it was the Bruins, right? Or is it?
1: I think it was.
0: Ah, I, I should check that. Either, but they didn't win a home game uh, at all. That
1: you know, oh, like. that series, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think and it was like they would score so much at home and score nothing away. So it's like if they can be a, to- a good scoring or a top scoring team, dude. Like this is. They might be the best team. They might be better than Boston. That's saying something.
1: They're so well-rounded. I just, I think Carolina is a team to beat right now in the Metro. But in my opinion, the Metro Division, the winner of that division is going to be on like some crazy win streak going into playoffs. Like they already had the Devils. Are right now have the Hurricanes. Like who's going to be that third team that pulls out a streak from the Metro? We'll see, I guess. Hopefully, uh, the Pens. I'm thinking the Pens might be the best and safest bet.
0: I could see the Rangers doing it too, admittedly. Um, yeah,
1: Rangers maybe if they have some help with. They need Igor to just shut it down. Igor. Yeah, they, then,
0: like
1: work. to move on to Toronto. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, no worries. No, we might
0: as well talk to, about the tier together here.
1: Moving on to Toronto, though, the last eleven games. They have an eight and three record. And in all eight wins, they've scored four or more goals. Their scoring is firing on all cylinders. And their big three in scoring, Nylander, Marner, and Matthews all have 42 points. So if their goaltending consider can their goaltending continues to hold up, I think Toronto has a good shot at the presidents, like Dave, you were saying earlier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think one of their issues. I mean, you see Jack Campbell this year. He's has like an eight seven save percentage. I made a post about it on the social medias. Um, he's been playing ass. Like, he, I don't think he was a starting goalie ever in Toronto. I think they played better five on five and defensively than uh, Edmonton. Obviously can't like.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So, like Edmonton, I have some notes on them too but they're not on the list. Yeah. I'll get, get, so. we'll get
0: them in the, in the rest kind of section. Okay. I was debating between them and Calgary. I, if you're think they're better than Calgary, we can talk about it. Okay, um, cool. Moving on here. The, the, the Dallas, the, the four to seven range here, I got Dallas going up three spots.
1: Um, uh, that's an easy move right there.
0: Yeah. Part of the reason for that also is the penguins going down. Um. Same thing with, uh, I, I guess kind of the, the golden Knights. They're both on, you know, two of the best teams in the West, like the two best teams in the West. I think that's kind of, kind of a further gap in the West than it is the East. Yep. Um, I think they're both having solid, solid uh, stretches here after the break and kind of the most important hockey is going to be coming up here pretty soon. Uh, especially for seeding. but easily both of them bumping up three spots <laughs> to four and five. Dallas and Vegas respectively. Um, moving down two spots was Tampa kind of just reactionary to, um, Dallas and, uh, the Vegas golden Knights. Uh, they're not having an awful, they're like on a three game win streak. They're eight and two in their last 10 games here. But I just feel like Dallas is a legit team and same thing with Vegas. Um, I feel like I could. You can make the argument maybe Tampa should be up there in four, um, but I, I, I don't think so. I think Dallas and uh, Vegas are definitely playing better.
1: I I agree with you there. Like Dallas is at the top of the Central Division right now, and that's in a division with what the Avalanche, the Jets, the Wild, the Blues, like quality historic franchises that have put up historic seasons and Dallas is looking to do the same.
0: Yes, they are, Matt. What do you think? What do you think uh, Dallas ends up here? Do you think they stay at the top?
1: I, for my sake, I hope that Dallas drops to like the eight to 11 and maybe like a team. Like I think when the avalanche get healthy, they're going to jump up these standings pretty heftily.
0: Do they lose to the – are they in the moot tracker?
1: Yeah, the moot tracker right now, just a quick update. I have five teams in position for the playoff locks. And then still alive, there's five teams. So I have potential for about ten teams. That's good. Um, just further, furthermore
0: on Tampa, why have them dropping – I just feel like they've beaten bad teams and lost to the good teams they've played recently. Um, Like, they beat Nashville, Panthers, Seattle. I mean, Seattle's all right, don't get me wrong, but they're not as good as they were to start. Um, Columbus and Montreal, but they lost to Toronto and Detroit. Like, they kind of have a cupcake schedule, and they're just winning right now because of that. Um, Montreal, again. Uh, Rangers are probably the only... Only team of significance. And then they they played Arizona again and obviously beat them. Um I just feel like yeah, same thing with kind of like the 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 pens, how they just teams go up as and other teams need to drop. Um same thing here with the the Devils. I just they're still a really good team. Uh but other teams are playing better. And they definitely started crashing down a little bit. They're two six and two in their last ten, uh, kind of high scoring losses when I've when I've checked in on them. So maybe their goaltending's getting a little bit more exposed. Maybe teams are game planning around it.
1: We'll I, see. I I could see the Devils just people waking up to how good they actually are and playing them as a good team rather than like a team of last year. That's
0: fair as well. The expectation they want to, people want to give them their best. Um, I, I can see that, Matt. That's a good call. Um, uh, next moving on here in the eight spot, moving up six spots. And, you know, I kind of might, you know, switch this right now. I think, uh, uh the jets should be here in the eighth spot. Let's, Ooh. let's correct it on, on the air. Yeah. <coughs> the jets moving up so they're plus 3 now and they're plus 5 so jets here um kind of a sneaky team they're they're only 5 and 5 in their last 10 um which is kind of one of the reasons why I might was going to keep them there but i think a important, important stat or in god i said that I'll jumbled an important stat is their goal differential which is plus 23 um Currently right now the Kings are minus six and that's not a tail. That's not usually a sign of a playoff team, Um,
1: but they are uh, winning games whenever you're ready. Yeah. I mean, they're,
0: they're a winning team, right? Like they, they aren't bad. They're just super inconsistent. I've said this for weeks now. It's like, you don't really know what you're going to get when they play.
1: Yeah. They're six and four in their last 10 games. and, in those last 10 games, they've beaten Boston, Vegas, Calgary, and Colorado. So I don't think you should count them out quite yet.
0: I'd argue There's, Colorado sucks still
1: right yeah. now. But, but I get you. LA is also six in goals, for and fourth in assists. So they're scoring and they're playing as a team. And I think the, a big asset at the deadline would, would be to acquire a goaltender to yeah. like really like boost their chances in the playoffs.
0: I'd argue that assists don't really matter, but that's fine. <laughs> Second an assist, what was it? Fourth and assist?
1: Yeah, like as a team. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. think that I, matters. <laughs> I think that means they're passing a lot and like they're setting up the right plays.
0: No, that's fair. That's fair. Or they're getting shots off people's faces that just go in and every, two people get an assist off of it. True. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just a just a brief check in here while we have a pause. Um, hurricanes are up two one on the Rangers right now. Just just wanted to put it out there because the Rangers are coming up next year. Um, but yeah, I mean LA just inconsistent. They score a lot, right? But they can't keep it out of their net, which is usually means you'll get bumped eventually from playoff position. Yeah. Um, Jets are my sne- sneaky sneaky central team. Geez. Um, I think they're better than what they're showing. I still think Paul Maurice kind of damaged the team with how he ran things. I see it in Florida right now. Um, I think they could be more. I think they have really good goaltending, decent defending and okay scoring. I think I still think they could add, you know, a player. They definitely have some space cap wise.
1: I'm with you there. Uh, Like, Jets were one of my sleeper teams at the preseason, and I think they're really, like, overperforming more than I thought they would. Really? Yeah.
0: You don't think they're this good?
1: I thought they were a fringe, like, three seed at the beginning of the season.
0: Well, that's that's where I have them right now. They're right now in the – if you look at this, they're, like, one, two, three, fourth in the West, and that's fifth – what is that? Nine, nine.
1: Yeah, Nine. Yeah. So that makes sense. So yeah, I think they're probably like adequately performing. But <laughs> yeah, I was just saying you might <laughs> actually
0: be like right where they're at. Yeah, I think they're still a little bit better than this. Um, I think they they could uh maybe acquire a bit of more scoring, and I think they'll be a better team.
1: I, like I I'm, said, positive goal
0: differential. You. Um. That's, I mean, that's a good sign, right? Better than, uh, what you call it? Oh my God. Kings. assist. <laughs> yeah. Better than assist. <laughs> assist are a very important stat. Let me have you. <laughs> um, moving on here to the Rangers who I think, I, I feel like they're another hard team to predict. I, they're definitely a good team. Don't get me wrong. Um, Seven, two and one in their last ten they they seem to have decent scoring. I just feel like not they're not deep in it. i I feel like they rely on Igor a lot, and
1: I feel like they rely on Breadman a lot as well. and
0: Zabinajad, I would say those three players and Adam Fox, but Breadman probably even more as because yeah. he is probably their best player.
1: He's I've leading already... the team right now with forty-three points in like yeah. thirty-seven games or something.
0: Yeah, I definitely say he's their their best player. There you go. Um, and then Zavendajad, Matt Fox. But yeah,
1: they've been kind of slumping lately, honestly. So I seven three and one,
0: or seven two and one
1: slumping. Well, their last five games, three of them they've lost. Okay, I got you. So, like, I in my opinion they have they're starting a slump and they are already losing tonight. So, yeah, they are.
0: But they're playing Hurricanes which I think they should definitely lose to based on
1: just and what lately at. Uh, the Rangers haven't beat like a quality team in a while in my opinion.
0: Okay. yep.
1: Yeah. I'm they, not sure who they played they, they beat it up on Florida, St. Louis, Colorado, who you think sucks. Philly, Chicago, suck, so. Islanders. <laughs> and,
0: hey, Islanders are decent.
1: Yeah, Islanders are decent, but in their big games against like Pittsburgh, Washington, Tampa, and now Carolina, they're not looking too hot. So maybe like middle of the pack team, I think they'll sneak in top three of the Metro though.
0: I think that's a tough, tough sell for me. Them being third, um, right now, if the playoffs started, I think they might be in that spot, but right now they're also a game up on the pens. Uh, I, the pens are just playing like ass. And that's part of the reason once again, why certain teams (laughs) go up and other teams don't here (laughs) on the rankings. Yeah. Um, I feel like Rangers are just product of, you know, two teams kind of not playing as well, or a few teams not playing as well. So, I I feel like it's definitely Carolina, Devils, Penguins. A... I, I would argue maybe the Capitals or Islanders. I don't know. I could argue the Rangers there, too.
1: I'm uh, a believer that the Devils are going to get a wild card.
0: Uh, That's tough That's a
1: hot take from Matt Stalter That's tough,
0: yeah If they fall off really hard They definitely can, but Right now, I feel like there's just enough Of a point gap that they could Tank a little bit here Especially with the Pens losing a bunch of games Their Pens were threatening And now they're not threatening as much Um We can move on here, though To the Wild I had them drop one Um Kind of wasn't following them. So maybe this is a wrong one by me. Um, I see Uh, that they're eight, two in their last 10. So maybe a a little bit of a misstep by me.
1: Yeah. And their big wins have come against the jets and the Oilers. If you count that as a big win, we could get into that in a little, if you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, Oilers, I, I don't know, not at this moment, but I see they beat the blues and jets lost to the stars, which I would expect. Um, yeah. Lots of the sharks, too. What the hell? Anyway. But, yeah, I feel like they're trading in the middle of the pack kind of area still.
1: Yeah, they're currently in position on the moot tracker, but I don't see them finishing in that top three spot in the central. I think Colorado might pass them up or yeah, even Colorado, St. Louis.
0: Yeah. St. Louis, damn.
1: If I, I don't know, St. Louis might be out of contention at this point. No, after they're the not. Torrey, after Tory Krug's injury, maybe.
0: I just think they suck. Yeah, I think they yeah. suck.
1: But Minnesota has the second most penalty minutes in the league. <laughs> so I think that's kind of a bad sign moving forward. If you want to be a good playoff team, got to stay out of the box, not take bad penalties. It's true.
0: That's true. Um, moving on here, Washington, I have not kind of treading water. Um, they're eight, one and one, which is the reason they're even up here in the first place. And their last 10, that is, uh, they have more games played than everyone else. So they're kind of, they're at 30 or 47 points in 39 games. They're kind of just sitting there cause they have more games than other people right now. Um, I feel like they're just treading there and I think they could be that sneaky third or maybe wild card. Um, Instead of of the Pens or Rangers, who knows? At at this point, yeah, moving on to the Pens, like another pretty abysmal state of affairs, losing five in a row, giving up leads, losing the bad teams. Ah. Man, I mean, how much do you blame on the coaches? At least how much do I blame on the coaches? I feel like a decent bit. Um, They lost to Carolina twice in the last like seven games as well which definitely hurts their standings right now. Um, say they win those two games and Carolina doesn't. Um, Pens are at 48 points and they're at 52. So kind of actually, they they actually, there's a point added. So like get plus or minus one on that, but um, cause we lost an OT, but still like points are a premium, especially in the Metro where, Everyone's within like two points here for the playoff spots. And if, the, if they started today, I don't even know if the pens would make it. Uh, I they don't. would. I think, they, I think they they'd do. be a wild card. They would like be. The they'd be playing shade. like the Bruins, I think. Yeah, yeah they are or would be. Um, but I mean, I think rightfully so. They've dropped eight spots. Um, can't really say much good for the team right now. I hope that they put it together, though. Uh, moving on, Seattle kind of streaky, streaking right now. Uh, one of the one of the teams that have been in the wild card area kind of the entire year. I didn't have them ranked last week, but I think they're uh, deserving of like that wild card spot right now. Um, I, just, like, I don't have much to say on them. I think they're just like that middle of the pack team. I think their goaltending's cooled off a little bit um kind of hurting my, yeah kind of hurting my fantasy team as well um but that's not not as important to them i guess but it's important to me <laughs> i care martin jones start doing well again uh but yeah i i feel like they're they're in like a deserving they're in the right spot i think i think they're a uh i think they're going to make playoffs i i don't think edmonton will i think instead of in place of another Western team. Um, but yeah, moving on abs abs are next, increasing a spot. They are not in playoff position yet, but they are two games back from, uh, the Oilers who are, and I mean, they've been injured and playing awfully because they're injured. I think, uh, once they get the full band together, they're definitely going to get up the playoffs. Um, probably secure a pretty good spot. um, Right now, the Calgary Flames, who I have right as right behind them, they were unranked the week before, but uh, this week they're they're ranked. They're in the third in the Pacific, the Pacific right now, with 43 points and 38 games. So, Colorado I think are better than the Flames. Um,
1: I the agree. Flames
0: have a lot of major flaws, especially you know paying Hubertone and Weger an absorbent amount of money for not getting any sort of close return and I think Colorado is going to trend upwards while, you know, flames might tread kind of where they're at that third or fourth spot.
1: I think Um, uh, Calgary just beat Seattle head to head. And I think that'll play a big dividend down the line for both those teams. Four
0: point games in the division are important.
1: Yeah. And Calgary's confidence will get boosted and being able to like beat the Kraken, the Pacific division, maybe rival in the future. But
0: uh, yeah, but I think see. the there as a franchise, I think Seattle's trending up. Uh, not sure if uh Flames are going to tread upwards though. Is it, you know, it's funny the accurately... actually scored his first goal uh, with the Flames three nights ago. Oh man, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> Mister Nine Points.
0: Yeah, Mister <laughs> drafted him like early, too early.
1: I think the Flames will stay like pretty steady in the rest, though.
0: I think they're in the spot they should be in right now. I, I look at the other teams in the West. I don't think they're as good. Um, I think they have talent like Huberto. Um, I, I think like they have that top end talent. It's just does it come to show? And you know, maybe they're playing a bad defensive system or system for their best players. You know. One of the things that that Sutter, that I think that's their coach, he's kind of known as a hard ass, and like <laughs> maybe they yeah. don't want to play for him, especially players who are added this season. You know, especially in that to Tuck trade. Um,
1: so maybe like, I it don't know. Doesn't like gel as well with the new players. You know,
0: I mean, I feel like there's a reason both those players wanted gone, and I feel like yes, years of underachieving as the Flames. But I think the coach probably could push them away as well. Um, to, Matthew Tuchuk to has talked on and Chicklets before about uh, Sutter, and, it's, and it's, <laughs> it's like one of those things where you ask someone about someone they hate, and you know they hate them, but they <laughs> don't want to say anything, like, publicly, you know, like... You've you've heard like celebrities and sports sports guys like or players and athletes say stuff, yeah. Or you could tell they're pissed or just don't like this person, and that's kind of how it seemed like for his head coach. Which, like, yes, Matthew Kachuk played well, but that might not mesh with you know Huberto or Weger or anyone else that they've added in in the off season.
1: It's true. I Sutter is a Hall of Fame coach, but like maybe his time in the NHL is coming to a close. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think the flames like him actually as a front office. I think uh, what I'm going to brand this part of the like, little segment is I think they might have a culture issue. Um, I like, I like a uh, cadre. I like, I like Huberto. I, I don't really like the hard ass style of coach. Um, if to Chuck, who is like one of my favorite players, if Matthew Tuchuk T- doesn't like him, I'm sure there's a reason. Uh, I, I I feel like he spoke pretty candidly in his interview, and I don't think he's like a douchebag like his dad was, you know? So I, I feel like his what his truth is is probably close to how Sutter really is. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't uh, have yeah. anyone else here in the, the 16. That's my top 16 right now um i'm gonna keep tracking it like this i kind of like seeing the 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 numbers on this and you know it's kind of funny when i actually get to make changes it looks kind of cool too i think if i had to more accurately do this i i i think i'd put them right
1: here you put the wild all the way there i
0: think the wild are a good team i think i think inconsistent for sure uh Yeah. Maybe, maybe actually, here, let me, let me, let me fix this. (coughs) I think they're behind the Jets, but I think they're, I think they're above, uh, the Rangers too. Yeah. But, uh, that that that's pretty much it. Um, Matt, you said you wanted to talk about the Oilers. I'd put the Oilers somewhere, uh, below this section here.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd put the Oilers like. Right behind the flames I think McDavid is going to continue Tearing up the score sheet But like goaltending is just An issue there again Dude I don't know
0: why They They and, used uh Jack Jackson, <laughs> Campbell to Fix their issues because he is not Like I, I felt like he was Not an NHL goaltender like starting Goaltender ever yeah, in his career Why like, would they expect and Skinner so
1: much? Skinner's been playing great too. Like in comparison to Jack Campbell. And Jack
0: Campbell, yeah, it's just you paid too much for him. It's like six million dollars for three years or something like that.
1: Edmonton, though, they've been losing a lot of one goal games lately, and that's probably because of Skinner, right? <laughs> Skinner or Jack Campbell, one of the two. No, dude, Jack Campbell. Uh, He's Jack gotten Campbell. a couple starts. Let me but, let me
0: find stats. Get continue with your what you're saying.
1: But yeah, they lost a lot of one goal games lately. And I think they could definitely like flip a couple games in the future and learn from these close losses and climb the standings a little bit.
0: Alright, so Jack Campbell's stats and I I could even pull up our Instagram for this. Right this season sixteen games played, three point nine zero uh eight seven six Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been playing awful. Those are basically what his stats were in the playoffs last year where he crumbled and looked awful. And after that, I don't know why anyone would offer him what is it? 6 million?
1: Yeah. Or 5 or something. Uh 5 million,
0: 5 million for 6 years. That's what it was. Like that's that's absolutely insane. Like why spend that money there? On a goaltender that's unproven He's 30 years old Statistically in the NHL um, His NHL totals I wonder what What are his NHL totals Hmm Cause he can't have He can't have a good record like that His last five games He only has one game above A nine save percentage Oh man And that was against Nashville uh, his NHL totals, here they are, which makes him sound better than I think he actually is. Um, 141 games started, 79 wins, 46 losses, 15 top, like, OT losses, 9-1-2 save percentage, two-six-eight goals against. And it sounds pretty good, but I, I still don't think he, he passes the eye test there.
1: He uh, His stats might have been inflated from the Toronto...
0: And they definitely, uh, he definitely had three good years in Toronto when he was there. Um, it's just this with Edmonton, he's just not as good. Well insulated. Like he played for the Kings before and the Kings were, those were damn good Kings teams. So like 2016 to 2020 roughly.
1: Yeah. With like our Brown
0: and they're still still there. But yeah, I mean they were solid teams in, uh, in 2016. To, you know, like they finished, I think, probably middle of the pack. They probably missed playoffs, but still.
1: He but, also yeah. wasn't
0: the starter, you know.
1: Yeah, he was backing up quick.
0: Yeah. Um. What 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 else you got about Edmonton? Is that
1: that That was pretty much it. But thanks for having me on again.
0: Yeah, no worries. I I do feel like Edmonton. Is just a disappointing team in general. Um, I'd really like to see more from McDavid's uh, managers here. I feel like they're the reason the team sucks. Like they sign big contracts that don't work. Um, just part of having a bad front office, and I'm glad the Pens have never really had a bad front office. Um, and with that being said, Matt, I I'm out of topics here.
1: Yeah, I've got nothing else.
0: Yeah. Um so happy happy new year for everyone who's uh listening. Um This is Dave and Matt on Pucking Dirty. I'm going to replug here the t-shirt again because I I do want to start making them. Um I'm going to talk to Ryan about making them for Talking Dirty. Um Funny enough, I have to talk to Dunkle about it and I just axed his trade earlier this week. Oh, or from <laughs> this week. <laughs> I mean, the man was trying to trade first overall or first round picks, and
1: like I was For like ranting and like, come on now.
0: I mean, I I didn't necessarily think the value. We could talk that actually real quick here before we we uh, wish everyone a happy new year. But uh, I I feel like the trade, if you like, look at it, really wasn't that unbalanced in like the value, maybe, but like. I for one did not want to do anything with draft picks of that importance. Basically, I I told Dunkel it's like don't don't trade like the first rounds because I don't know if I can guarantee that the other teams is going to get them. You know.
1: Yeah, like this year.
0: Yeah, and like I actually so like I was like okay if if this trade is legitimate, I feel like both teams have to be trying. Um, I know in the, in the NBA league that meter kind of did this last year where he didn't play at all and then traded his team away. And I looked at uh, – so Dunkel said one of his issues, his buddy's issues, was that he lost six games to start the season. And I looked at his those six games. Two times he didn't reach the goalie start limit. Oh, so, man. So just automatic forfeit of six categories.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: And, like, that to me is you're not playing. You're not focusing, you know.
1: Um, and he was had
0: IR guys on, on his lineups when he had – you know healthy guys in his IR so I'm like this guy clearly was not like looking I don't think I should reward him with compensation for next year. Yeah. yeah, like first off you're new to the league you shouldn't really like he just joined like he, why why get all this like benefit like this isn't a dynasty fantasy league it's a it's a fantasy league like this year I lost in football and I went like 3 and 11 and it fucking sucked but you know I'm not like trying to trade for first round picks. i mean, it's just fantasy sports. It sucks.
1: It sucks. In some <laughs> years it sucks. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I told him no. And like, if they can find a decent trade, but like without, you know, the first round picks and third round picks, I, I would be fine with it. Cause like consequences aren't as, as you know, damning. Like Duncan was trading his first round pick and f- like, you know, If it didn't go through, he basically got that player for nothing, you know, or for for what the players were in the trade. So, look, it looked unbalanced in my opinion. Hey, Roland. Hey, Roland. Yeah,
1: I I thought it looked unbalanced though too, just because like those picks weren't guaranteed the next season. Yeah, he would (laughs) be getting two like stud players basically.
0: I mean, he was getting top, like
1: top fifty, top seventy.
0: Yeah, and like, for basically a player he dropped today and two players ranked 100 and like like 150, I'm like, Dunkle, this is bullshit. Like, I didn't say it like that, but it, it's like it's just like I didn't want to set a precedent of like yeah, you can do this. You can not pay attention and trade your friend that none of us know. Kind of, you know.
1: Yeah, it seems a little fishy too.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't I'm not trying to like be like a dick or anything. I just think, you know, I gotta be an unbiased person. If I see this as a third party, I think this is a bullshit trade. Especially because oh I God, did research into it, I didn't just up. say, I didn't just say no because I thought like, oh, I don't want Duncan Steam to get better. It's like this guy wasn't playing.
1: Like, yeah, you can't like trade with someone that doesn't play.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least not like a
1: first overall or first round, whatever. Yeah. Um, He's still anyway, in playoff contention, too. That's like, what
0: I said. I said he's three points away, and then he added bench players today. I'm like, okay,
1: what the fuck? Like, of
0: course, of course, now Dunkle helps him out. out yeah. Trying to steal all of his players. <laughs> anyway, fuck you, Dunkle. I love you. Um,
1: it's the same. That
0: that was episode ten of uh, Puck and Dirty Matt. I'd like to thank you again for coming to join me on such short notice. Appreciate having your your Midwestern input here
1: thanks Dave thanks for hosting
0: yeah no worries um happy new year everyone and hopefully we can get a more consistent you know and dirty um definitely like to see it definitely making t-shirts I'm not sure about for Ryan's pod but definitely for this one um thank you all for those who listen happy 2023 Matt stay beautiful buddy you too Dave